A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scriptures and the word Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them all and did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Here in Falmouth, I am responsible for five churches, St. Anthony's, St. Patrick, St. Elizabeth Seton, and our two chapels, St. Joseph and St. Thomas. These are far more than buildings. For many of us, they are sacred environments where images, architecture, and our beautiful church rituals help us to enter into the presence of the living God. And of course, Catholic belief in the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist, in every tabernacle, in every church throughout the world, further proclaims the presence of God in these sacred places. Now, some might argue, well, God is everywhere. I can pray at home. Well, of course he is, and you can. But churches are special places where not only we enter into God's presence, but God enters into ours. Who of us don't hold deep memories of the church where we were married, or our children baptized, or received communion? Places where we prayed for loved ones who have died. Maybe a mass or service we attended, or the place we sought reconciliation of our sins that started us down a new pathway of life. I am so aware that in these, our churches, these memories are powerful, tangible, and they're sacred. And so we should always treat churches with the profound reverence that is due. So I think we can appreciate the frustration and even anger in Jesus' words and the actions when he sees the temple, or as he refers to it, his father's house, place of encounter with his heavenly father, being turned rather into a marketplace. All four evangelists did not ignore this uncharacteristically angry Jesus, and I think neither should we. St. Thomas Aquinas once wrote this, every act of Christ is a teaching for us. So what does today's gospel teach us? Jesus applies the word temple differently than ever before. He says that the sign of God's presence will be when the temple is destroyed, but will be raised up in three days. 
we have the advantage 2,000 years later to know what Jesus meant. He's speaking about how his own body is the sacred temple, the place where God resides, and how it would be destroyed on the cross, but raised to life on the third day. So Jesus in the flesh identifies as the new temple. And he would later teach, not only is his body a temple of God, but so also our bodies as well. St. Paul in the sixth chapter of his first letter to the Corinthians writes this, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Each human person is made in God's image and likeness. And on the day of our baptism, our souls are permanently marked with the sign of Christ's cross. And in this moment, God's Spirit makes a home in each of us. United to Christ in baptism, we are given a new identity, and our bodies are elevated to a new purpose, to be a sacred home, a sacred temple, where the presence of God dwells. Our churches here in Falmouth are indeed sacred places which we all love. But they need constant care and attention to stay in good condition, to be well-lit, well-heated, clean, painted, welcoming to all who come through these doors. Well, as we must continuously care for these churches, how much more should we be attentive to our temples, our lives, our bodies and spirits, these, our places in which God dwells? Lent is our opportunity to look over these, our temples, and see if they have become dark, worn, soiled, still worthy of their sacred purpose. The disciplines of Lent, prayer, fasting, and acts of charity are not only spiritual, but also involve our bodies and can serve well in the cleansing of our sacred temples, which, because of neglect and sin, can become littered, tarnished, or impaired. Our first reading today from the book of Exodus reminds us that God has given us the commandments to help cleanse our temples so that they may be once again clear, pure, undefiled. Contained in these timeless laws are instructions on how to place and keep God in the center of our lives and how to relate to one another. The commandments are a great way to examine our consciences and seek God's forgiveness especially by celebrating the sacrament of confession during the Lenten season. It is the determined way to cleanse our lives from the influence of sin and make us worthy temples of God's dwelling in us. I think it's important to realize that the zeal which led Jesus to his bout of anger in today's gospel is rooted in love, love for his heavenly Father, love for us all. By becoming human, Jesus has raised our humanity, body and all, into a spiritual temple in which he may dwell. As we take into ourselves his real presence through the Eucharist today, may we make the effort this Lent, with God's grace, to cleanse our temples from the distortions of sin, so that those who we meet may come to encounter Christ in us and through us. Have a great week, everyone.